Hello, parents. Welcome to the Masterful Parenting Podcast. I'm Ann Alvarez, parent coach, school counselor, and mom of two. Do you struggle with your relationship with your kids because you carry childhood pain? Do you get triggered by your child's behavior, become irrational, and maybe even yell at your children? Maybe you want to be a better parent, but you don't know how. Instead of repeating old patterns, you want to heal your pain, become more aware of your child's needs, feel connected to your kids, and learn the tools to communicate better so you can truly enjoy your parenting. If you are ready to heal your childhood pain, raise healthy, connected, and happy kids, and end the cycle of parenting with pain, then join me. Our kids deserve it, and we can do this. Let's go. Hello, parents. Welcome to the Masterful Parenting Podcast. I am so excited today because today we have a very special guest. Her name is Dr. Michelle Lloyd. She is a transition success coach who delivers high energy keynote presentations that challenge audiences to leverage their focus and implement strategies they can apply prior to or during their teen's transition out of the home. She mentors with passion and guides with strength while developing and encouraging mothers toward becoming their next best selves. So, Dr. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. And thank you so much for inviting me. I'm elated to be here. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Okay, I'm going to start with the first question. Um, Did you experience any childhood pain? And if so, how did you overcome it? Good question, and I did. I was raised in a household with an alcoholic and drug addicted father and a battered mother. And so in that situation, it left me uh, angry and it left me irritated. Uh, and even when I think about being the middle child of three girls, my mom had three girls, my mom and dad had three girls. And so when we think about that middle child, that's typically the middle child who um, receives less attention. So usually the attention is on the oldest because, of course, the parents are typically trying to steer, their, stem in the, steer them in the right direction. And then the attention is also on the youngest because that youngest is the baby and we have to make sure that we take care of the baby. So, you know, the middle child, you know, statistics say receives receives the least amount of attention. So less attention and then experiencing that abuse. I have to admit, I was angry. I was irritated. Um, And throughout that, I'll also mention this. My mother kept us busy. Um, So we were in Alateen to get help that we needed while she went to Al-Anon. We had piano lessons, we were in tap dance, uh, and we were in church, a lot of church. So my mother, she did the best she could after making the decision to marry my father with what she had within the time she was given. So yes, I did experience childhood trauma, and I have to admit that I overcame it uh, through, of course, the busyness, uh, being occupied, of course, while I was younger. And then, of course, um, leaning into my relationship with Christ. Mm. That's the that's the foundation of how I overcame it. So, yes, that's amazing. That's amazing. So God's been in your life like since you were a, a little girl. 
Absolutely. And yeah. I'm so very grateful because we are, we're called to know him and to make him known. Yes. Yes. That is something that we share. I, I got mm. through a lot of my childhood pain also because of my faith in God. Mm. So that's incredible. So did it take a long time to heal? Like, did you, did you have to heal like as an adult or what did you do? How did you help yourself? Oh, such a good question. Quite frankly, I think that I'm still healing. Uh, mm. I did a lot of work on myself. Um, however, I still feel as though uh, my work is unfinished. I'm still pouring into myself. I'm still uh, practicing lots of self-care. I am, um, as, in, as I make progress along the way, uh, you know, I think, you know, when I, you know, when I think about there being an end time to my healing, really that speaks to me as though it's finished. And really, I think it's going to be finished at the very end, like when I take my last breath. So I'm still, I'm working on myself. And when I think of um, my healing, I think of from a personal perspective, I think about, um, you know, my relationship with my daughters uh, and how there's still more time for me to pour into them because those three daughters of mine, they are like my biggest instigators to me becoming a better person, a better wow. mother, a better um, uh, Christian, a better wife. I mean, they, they really um, encourage me because I know that they're watching me and I know that I need to be models for them. So on a personal level, uh, I'm still healing in that way. And on a professional level, uh, me pouring into parents um, who need support in reference to their teens transitioning out of the home and heading off to the college campus uh, or to the military or residential interdependence. I, I still need to make sure that I'm here and I'm doing that and that work has yet to be finished. Um, and so, and then from a, of course, a spiritual perspective, you know, I know that uh, my focus needs to be on making sure that uh, I'm serving. Uh, for a while, I was overseeing a homeless ministry uh, through my church and going downtown um, under the Pierce Elevated here in uh, Texas and just loving up on the homeless and taking uh, snack packs that the youth at our church, I asked them to to organize that. And so they would put together maybe about three or 400 snack packs and we'd go downtown and and we would spend time with the homeless and making sure that they felt loved. And so I think that when we uh, think about, you know, what is it, is it taking a long time to heal? Um, you know, I think my healing will be, yep, all the way to the end, to be quite honest with you. We really are um, in the pro, pro, in process, like we're always being, uh, we're always changing and growing mm -hmm. and getting better, right? Mm -hmm. So we're in the so. process of, of change and and the healing, I guess, continues. You know, um, every day is an opportunity to get better and better. You're absolutely right, and and I just think, you know, just life is one huge classroom, and mm -hmm. so we're like you say, yeah, we're learning 
and we're growing and we're aspiring and excelling each and every day. And I love it. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So did, did your childhood pain show up in your parenting when your girls were small? I have to admit that it did. My childhood pain did show up in my parenting. And although I'm under the belief that my childhood trauma, uh, it does not define me wholeheartedly, nor does it define me fully. Um, I noticed that those earlier experiences have shaped my beliefs about myself and then also others around me. Uh, and it has also, and that's such a good question, it has helped me to avoid some parenting behaviors because I knew that as I um, slipped into a parenthood, I, 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 of course, planned, all of my pregnancies were planned, but as I gravitated, that's a better word, gravitated towards parenthood, I knew I needed to, to break some generational curses from my childhood. So I found myself um, protective of my daughters um, and their innocence. Uh, when I was um, a child, my mother, in order to take care of uh, us, she had to work multiple jobs. And so uh, she spent a lot of time away from the home. And of course that left us to ourselves, my sisters and I quite a bit. So I found myself uh, protective, yes, of my daughter's innocence. Um, I found myself also a little bit more supportive of their endeavors. Uh, they, my oldest daughter, um, when I was at a parent-teacher conference, of course, her teacher, I think it was a physics and um, and a physics and maybe a, a calculus teacher. It was a teacher who taught a dual subjects. I was at a parent-teacher conference and the teacher mentioned to me how um, my daughter was just at the top of her class in reference to just the work she was completed. And this, to this very day, she just told me, and that was, you know, my daughter's even out of college, but, you know, I talked with that um, teacher like in 2021, and she told me that she still uses my daughter's uh, work that she submitted even to teach her classes today, which is so exciting for me. But, but she mentioned to me that um, my daughter really ought to consider engineering. And so when, um, and of course my, all of my degrees and my background is in business. And so I knew very little about engineering. And I'm just uh, gonna share this short story if you'll allow me. Um, yeah. And so, thank you. So the, she mentioned that my daughter to go into engineering. So then that meant I like, we needed to do some research. Like what is this engineering and what are the different angles and the branches of engineering? And so once we, you know, had a, a slight idea and a clue about it, then my daughter did. She embraced the notion. She embraced that opportunity. And then we started um, looking for colleges when she um, was thinking about leaning into engineering. And so uh, she was accepted into, speaking of just supporting her endeavors, um, she, was, um, she was accepted into Virginia Tech. 
Uh, and there she um, really leaned into uh, industrial and systems engineering. Uh, and thereafter, of course, she did her internship. She did some traveling abroad uh, to Australia and different places to see how major corporations, how the engineers worked uh, at those locations. And then um, she landed an internship as an engineer with UPS. And uh -huh. after that, she was, um, of course, extended an offer uh, by the company, which she did accept. Uh, but as she grew closer to graduation, then she was um, offered a position with Lockheed Martin. Um, and so she did have to, she decided to renege on UPS and she accepted it um, with, with Lockheed and, and she, and she loves, she loves, there's opportunity for growth and everything. So it's all about, you know, just really, really supporting, of course, what it is that they're saying that they like to do. And what I found myself when we think about supporting our teens uh, endeavors or our child's endeavor, it's all about analyzing and really studying our children and 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 really paying attention to what they gravitate towards and, and their conversations and what they're talking about and then really really capitalizing off of that to make sure that they're headed in the in the directions of their interests and you know even scripturally it talks about our children are like a bow and you know a bow and arrow and they ought to be you know gearing and shot towards you know of course those interests which a lot of times are predestined and mm -hmm. preordained by god and so really that's all i did and so then my second daughter she mentioned she you know she she said you know i'm going to be a doctor and so and then she sits for her mcat uh next year and so but it's all about being supportive and and helping and you know it whatever help they need i just really think that that's what we're called to do if we've been blessed with being a mother and so and so that's the second way that i have to admit that you know i've you know really leaned into my parents and then third and i'll share this and then um we, we can um, move forward is I think that my childhood pain as it relates to my parenting has caused me to le be a little bit more sensitive as it relates to alcohol and drugs mm. because I saw firsthand how it can damage um, the family and mm. at all cost I um, want to make sure that it avoids damaging my family as it did my family throughout my childhood. So yeah. I hope I answered your question. Yes, that was really, really great. And I think you you mm -hmm. talked a little bit already about um, how you gave support to your daughters. I just want to say like, mm -hmm. you have been a role model for your girls because you're so established. You know, you're, you're a go-getter, you know, you're, you're a doctor, like you've been the role model for your girls. And so they aspire to hire as well. Thank you. Thank you so very much. I so, I so appreciate that, you know, and from the very, very beginning, listen, I've always believed in them. And I just, really thought that they can just do what just they can just do anything and do whatever. <laughs> and so when when I think about that support, I just um and believing in them from the very beginning and just 
believing that just the spirit within them just could take them to higher heights, just places that they could not even imagine, which it has already, um, whether it's socially, um, you know, they have the circle of friends and then, of course, spiritually and then also Physically, I think that, you know, I've tried to support that as well and even talking to them about just healthy eating and self-care and all of that. And believe it or not, listen, I was obese as a child. Like I I might be a size four now, but at, at a point in time, I was a size 12. And wow. so, you know, and just just experiencing that and knowing that I wanted differently for my daughters. You know, when they were growing up, I would, you know, they would make the grocery list and I would have them divided up into the different food groups, whether it was the meat and the veggies and, of course, the dairy and the starches and all of that. And then miscellaneous for like the 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 small snack, the small snack portion. <laughs> and then I absolutely I just and then they would fill that in. And so um, it. it taught the level of independence and it taught um, just an area of um, just just healthy eating. I, I just thought that was important. I just wow. thought it was important. And, and I'll share this, you know, when I was in school, because I, I jumped back into school for my last degree when my youngest daughter was one and my oldest daughter was 10. So I had three daughters. 10 and under when I jumped back into school. And, and many people told me, and no, don't do it. No, don't do it. You, you know, it's, 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 it's like, that's risky. And then you're married and, you know, and, and so that's like, that's a lot. And so, but I did. And when I did, um, as opposed to it being um, uh, an inevitable, decision. It really worked in my benefit because I found myself in the library a lot. And along with me being in the library, as my husband worked, um, my daughters were in the library with me. And those grades soared. I mean, they were around books all the time and they had the opportunity to study and they really leaned into their academics with my oldest one and my second daughter, both my older, my third one is she's a junior in high school now, but my older two daughters graduated magna cum laude and, and wow. just have had scholarships and have graduated, you know, with great grades from college. And so it really, really, you know, when we talk about thriving and, and really, you know, pouring into our children, I mean, they, we really are, mo we, we, like we're called to model. So yes. such a great word you used. I love that. I love that so much. I really do believe that as parents, we have to live our dreams. And yes. I'm like you, I went back to school when I had my first and he was a baby. And oh. it was hard. It was really hard. Mm -hmm. But I have no regrets because I'm in a career that I love, right? I did mm -hmm. counseling for over 15 years. If I didn't go back to school, I wouldn't have been a school counselor. Mm -hmm. um, so I do believe when we uh, when we go for our dreams, it mm -hmm. gives permission for our kids to go for their dreams. You know? I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, Dr. Mm -hmm. Michelle, I just want to, I want to do a little a recap for parents. And I also want you to tell us how you, uh, where parents can 
can find you and how they can uh, connect with you if they need support with the transition part of um, their children leaving home. Okay. Uh, so just to recap, parents, um, Dr. Michelle has been so amazing. So she told us about her childhood pain. I just want to say um, the childhood pain made her a better parent, which is something that I tell parents a lot, because when you've gone through childhood pain, once you become aware, then you say, I don't want my child to experience this. I want to protect them. I want to support their endeavors. Um, and I don't want them to have any experience with alcohol and drugs because that was my experience and it wasn't healthy. So when we take those things from our childhood pain, uh, we can make sure that that's not happening with our children once we're aware. And that I just love how Dr. Michelle talked about the evolution of healing, that the healing is continuing always in our lives. Um, we're continuing to get better and better and be stronger and uh, feel better about our past. Um, and so it's an evolution and we don't have to worry that we one day we're healed. We don't have to be like that. We can just go with the process of the healing. So I really, really appreciate that message. Okay, Dr. Michelle, tell us, tell us, tell parents where they can find you. <laughs> Well, your listeners can find me on Instagram. Of course, I'm on I, I'm on all of the social medias with just TikTok and YouTube and Facebook and all of that. Yet they can find me on Instagram, uh, Pointers for Parents. Uh, so on Instagram, I'm there. Of course, when they come there, they will also see you and they will see your great information that you just continue to pour out. And so, uh, so yes, they can totally come to Pointers for Parents on Instagram and find me there and they can DM me. And when their teens are transitioning out of the home, they can send me a message uh, and then I'll, I'll be sure to respond. So thank you so much for oh. having me and I appreciate you. It's I appreciate you. It's such a pleasure to to chat with you again. I always love our chats. And I really, really appreciate you coming on the show today. So parents, thank you so much. Thank you to Dr. Michelle Lloyd. She's amazing. And thank you to, for listening, parents. You know, I love you. Uh, you know that I'm we're here for support. So reach out if you ever need support and uh, keep on the journey because you, you're doing it. You're doing it. And we love you. Thank you so much. Thank you. If this podcast inspired, blessed, or changed you in any way, I would love for you to share this with your family and friends on your Instagram page and tag me at Masterful Parenting and join my Masterful Parenting Facebook page or DM me for more parenting support. And I will meet you here real soon. Remember, be relational with your kids and you will see a change. Love to all you parents out there. Let's change the world one parent at a time.